Hey, Seattle hockey fans, it's a game day. That's right. I'm back in Tulsa for a little bit, getting ready for tonight's game against the Anaheim Ducks back at Climate Pledge Arena on the eve of International Women's Day. Let's talk about the Seattle Kraken that went against Colorado, getting to go up against the Ducks. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. I have written for the Seattle Kraken website. I called my first NHL game for the radio, for the New Jersey Devils radio a year ago tomorrow uh, when they played the Colorado Avalanche. They also lost to the Colorado Avalanche. I guess it's me and the Avalanche. Uh, you just want to win against Colorado, you got to hire me. <laughs> anyway, I am also a broadcaster for the Premier Hockey Federation, called over 100 games for that league, the only broadcaster to call over 100 games for that league. And we're getting ready for the playoffs, baby. One more week of the regular season before it's women's hockey playoffs. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But let's talk about this Seattle Kraken team. Let's talk about it being a game day. And right here on Locked on Kraken, it's your team every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So, of course, we're going to get into it. it. You know, the Seattle Kraken are a team that when we did the Pacific Division preseason rankings on Locked On Network, you can see we thought Seattle was going to finish seventh in the Pacific Division. I thought we'd be lucky if they finish above five. Above five. The Seattle Kraken are third overall in the Pacific Division, we are in playoff contention, and the team is winning clutch games like the overtime victory over the Colorado Avalanche. We're able to beat the Detroit Red Wings. And what I liked about what was happening over the weekend is, especially for those of you who've listened to Locked on Kraken before, you know I like talking about defense and I like talking about practice. Oh, we talking about practice. And there was a tweet. Someone went back to early on in the season when the Seattle Kraken could not win a game in overtime three on three to save our lives. That's a very much hyperbole to save our season. And now we have won seven straight overtime games that we've played in. So yeah, practice works, baby. I believe in practice. Speaking of practice, the Seattle Kraken were able to hit the ice. More of a morning skate, but they did have a morning skate. Uh, we understand that Philip Grubauer is going to get the start tonight. But the Seattle Kraken, 78 points, 36-21-6, and six, right behind L.A. Um, we've won four. L.A.'s won four straight. Uh, we've won four straight, and Vegas is on a three-game winning streak. So we just got to keep winning. We've got to keep getting points. That's important. The team's trailing us. Edmonton on a one-game win streak. Colorado is now in that wild card place. Um, and Nashville right behind 
them. So it's looking good for Seattle, but we know that there's more to come. We know it's all about next player up. The one thing, uh, and we'll get into the game. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's get into the game. I do want to talk goaltending. You know, there's been a lot about goaltending. Everyone wanting to pit our two goaltenders against each other. Let's take it easy. Remember, they still play for the Kraken. All right? Let's just breathe in, breathe out. Okay? We just want wins. That's all we want. Let's get to the three game essentials coming to you this game by Bob Condor. Again, tonight is a game day. You can watch the game on ESPN Plus or Hulu. We are taking on the Anaheim Ducks. Now they're in seventh place, but listen. We are not going to sleep on the ducks. Stay the course is the first of the three game essentials. Basically, the guys know where we stand. We know that the team has been able to grind out some games, the Detroit game, the Colorado game, grinding out some wins. Here's what Yanni Gord had to say. We were pretty good defensively against an offensively gifted avalanche. What? Avalanche squad. When we played in the Ozone, we got to the bottom below the goal line. A lot. That's how we create most of our success. I think it's the exact kind of games you're going to see in the playoff. Low scoring games, physical games. Yes. And we have to do a better job with the physicality, in my opinion. Um, some other things. Score humming. I love this. We've talked about this before on the show, but we have a lot of players that are trending upwards career highs in points. Uh, the Kraken have scored 221 goals in 63 games entering today's matchup. That's compared to 213. 200, okay, just want to break this down. We've already scored 221 goals in 63 games this season. Last, all of last season, we scored 213 goals. So we've already surpassed, surpassed last year's number. And that was um, in 82 games. 16 players have at least 20 points. Again, we've talked about the distribution of wealth here. Alexiak, 17 points. Borgen, 17 points. Yanni Gord, uh, 10th goal of the season. He got against Colorado overtime. Lots of people calling for him to be captain. I'm not against Captain Gord. I think we have other options. I'm not against Captain Yanni Gord. Um, Yanni Gord is the 13th Kraken player to hit uh 10 points this season um or 10 goals excuse me this season and i love that we're getting spread out contributions and this is without andre burakovsky who we hear is on his way back not really a determination week to week is the last update i believe that we got so <laughs> we're doing this without andre burakovsky who will come back and, well, I don't know, Eberle, I have to look at the stats, actually. I'm not sure. Did Eberly catch him yet? He could. Eberly's been on trending upward. Yanni Gord trending upward. Brandon Tanev. I love this. There have been games where our fourth line has been contributing. We talked about uh, Ellie Tolvanen the other day and his line and how involved he was. We love it. Another thing that we're going to see um, – is a great rookie in Maddie Beneers. Maddie Beneers is on the top of most lists for Calder Trophy. Uh, what is interesting to me is that I don't believe Maddie Beneers has ever been rookie of the month. 
why, I don't know. But um, Matt Beneers is going to be special here. He also is going up with someone, going up against someone else that people have on the radar. And that, of course, is Mason McTavish. He has 14 goals and 23 assists, 37 points overall. Um, second to only who? Who? Oh, Matty Veneers, who has 19 goals, 26 assists, and 45 points. Matty Veneers is a beast, and I'm glad he's on our squad. So, uh, you know, these are just some things that Bob Condor is watching out for. I'm going to go over a few more analytics and other trends that I'm cautious of when it comes to the Seattle Kraken. I actually think the goaltending is trending upwards, and that being that, I do think that Philip Grubauer has earned the top spot. I told you a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a month ago now, that this is it looked like this was happening. I stand firm in my decision to have Martin Jones as the presumptive starter until Philip Grubauer started taking the reins back, and I think he has. So... Relax, everyone. Philip Grubauer in net again. If he can't get it done, we have Martin Jones there. I'm okay with how we're splitting time. I do think Philip Grubauer has been the better and the more stable goaltender for us. And you know what? That's ultimately what we need because we have him for the long term. Anyway, we're going to get into all that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Right now, I want to tell you about FanDuel. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by FanDuel. It is beyond the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app. It's America's number one sportsbook. And why you should do it, especially if you are new, is because new customers will get a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000. Just download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and even threes drained if you're betting on the NBA. Don't bet on me, though, because I have a wrist injury, so can't get that good flick of the wrist. <laughs> anyway, uh, FanDuel will also let you combine your bets so you'll get an even bigger payout. Don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000, head over to FanDuel.com backslash locked on. That's FanDuel.com backslash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NBA and our partner right here at the Locked On Network. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Again, my name is Erica L. Ayala, hanging out with you here as your host with the most. Now, today at Climate Pledge Arena, the Kraken will wear specialty jerseys to celebrate women in hockey. You've got Allison Lucan. You've got Piper Shaw. I mean, Jen Mueller was amazing last year. Uh, you know, uh, Chanel. We've got me. You've got, uh, I mean, I feel like I'm missing a bunch of people. We're just talking about people that have been related to the Seattle Kraken. Listen, I love these specialty events. I love the design for this one. It's a butterfly. Anyone who doesn't follow me personally on social media, which you can do if you're watching on YouTube by checking that out right there. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Anyway, at elindsay08 at Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-0-8. But the transformation and the beauty and the strength of a butterfly is often overlooked because it is very pretty and it is 
considered very dainty. But you have to go through a lot. You went from caterpillar to a cocoon where your body is transmutated into a butterfly. That's a painful process. It's a long, arduous process to become a butterfly and to be thought of as such a beautiful and delicate creature. You're anything but. Anyway, I love these jersey designs. The Seattle Kraken have been doing an amazing job. This is a local Seattleite, Erin Wallace. She drew her inspiration from Sanrio characters and used uh, stationery and stickers that she found um, as part of the, the beauty aspect and the, the lushness of the Seattle area. So love this design. And of course, the bids on these warm-up jerseys will go to the One Roof Foundation. I've talked about One Roof on the Locked on Kraken show before, but definitely check that out. When, in addition to seeing Erin's design for women in hockey night, you will get to see the Anaheim Ducks, who I mentioned have, I think I mentioned, have 76 points on the season. They're 35-21-6. and six. Their away record, 29-3. and three. They have a better away record than they have a home record. Their home record, 15-12-3. Trevor Zegris is their leading point scorer. You probably figured that out. 53 points. Everly leads us with a solid 50. Power play. We have the advantage at a 19.9% clip. It's 16.5 for Anaheim. We're looking at, uh, we're going up against a 73.6% power, power kill. Maybe it's a power kill. It's not a power kill. Penalty kill. Our penalty kill is at 74.2. So not necessarily great. Um, I want to see when and how Seattle dominates this game. If we can, on paper, we should be able to. And if we're a playoff contender, we have to take care of teams who have not earned the right to be in playoff contention. And the way we do that is, Dave Haxel talked about it earlier today, two-way game from all of his players. You really have to commit to defense at this point in the season in order to win games puck retrieval, cycling the puck, forechecking, great defense, stick-to-stick, body-to-body, all of those things. And they're little things. There are, there are things that you can take for granted, but they are absolutely necessary. They are absolutely necessary to play at this time of year. And the guys are excited. The guys are um, energized by the fact that Ron Francis said, hey, I like our team. You've earned the right to go after it. Go get it for yourself without too much help, and uh, we'll do it. It was interesting to hear from Ronnie Francis after the trade deadline. He said a lot of what we had heard he was saying right before the trade deadline, and he doubled down on it. He did talk about maybe looking at uh, the defensive side of things and seeing that we needed more depth there. Um, you know, that's where Megna comes in, but, uh, just feeling like any of the needs that Seattle wanted to potentially fill, they just weren't available in the long term or with a good deal for the long term. So that's why you didn't see Seattle do anything. And I am a okay with this. Uh, it, there were times where it didn't necessarily make me comfortable, but I understand we'll stick with the plan, see what we can get out of these guys when we get some healthier players coming in. Um, 
Speaking of, we we have not seen Jonas Donskoy. Poor Jonas. I don't talk about him enough, I feel. We just, you know, 63 games, no timeline for return. And yes, Burakovsky still week to week with a lower body. He's missed 13 already. Here are some of those trends that we want to talk about. The Seattle Kraken are tied for second in the league with wins and rank third in points. The team's 103 goals are ranked second in the league since January 1. Um, and again, the we are uh, second in the league with wins. That's since January 1st. Vince Dunn enters tomorrow, tomorrow's game riding a six-game uh, point streak. Wenberg has scored in each of the Kraken's last two games, including the game winner against his former team in Columbus. If he were to score again tonight, it would give him uh, goals in three consecutive games, matching his career high set in 2021. Yanni Gord's overtime winner made him the Kraken's 13th player, as we talked about, to score at least 10 goals. The Kraken are the first team to have a 13-10 goal scorer since the Florida Panthers, uh, and that was in the 2021-22 season. Donato has, Ryan Donato, has seven points, three goals, four assists in his last five games against the Ducks. Listen, I saw somebody out there, you know who you are, had Ryan Donato as a healthy scratch. This stat alone, I remember some of these games because Ryan Donato was the only thing that seemed to be, <laughs> it's like he was the only player energized when we were playing against the, the Ducks. Seven points, three goals, four assists in his last five games, recording at least a point in each of his five games he has played as a member of the Seattle Kraken. His five-game point streak against the Ducks is his longest against a single opponent. Let the kid play. I do not want to see Ryan Donato as a scratch in this game or really ever, but that's, you know, another story. Um, yeah, those are the ones that stand out to me. Uh, here's the stat I was telling you earlier. The Kraken have won their last seven games that have been decided in overtime, according to NHL stats. They are the first team, the first team, to accomplish this feat since who? The Florida Panthers, again, won nine consecutive games decided in overtime from January 8th to April 23rd, 2022. Florida Panthers, you know what they are. A playoff team, or at least they were last year. So listen, all of these trends, they are definitely a step in the right direction. Now, they're not going to make up for any lack of effort or hard work or focus and responsibility. Responsibility. I really want to see every Seattle Kraken player take responsibility for their assignments. Um, we talked about Dave Haxtell really wants the guys to play along the boards better. All of those things, the face-off dot, let's talk about it. So tonight we get to practice some of this stuff against a team that at least on paper or electronically, we should beat. We should take pride in the fact that we are ahead of the Anaheim Ducks in the Pacific Division in the overall standings. Speaking of standings, I mentioned it a little bit at the top of the show, but because we are in the playoff hunt, I'm going to talk about it at the end of every show as well. Let's get into that coming up next on Locked on Kraken. Right now, I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. Now, this is something that I love to take on a daily basis Eight ounces, scoop it into, or uh, I scoop one scoop into eight ounces of water. And Athletic Greens gives me 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, adaptogens, probiotics, 
all of the things just with one scoop. So that is so much easier than how I was usually doing it, where maybe I put a little dash of ginger or a dash of cayenne pepper with a squeeze of lemon juice with a little tincture of vitamin D. And then I take my echinacea pills and then I take my zinc pills and all of that can cost like $100 a day where all I need is one scoop of athletic greens into eight ounces of water in that bottle that they gave me with my package and I am good to go. Also, I love, I love, I love, I love the travel packs. Then I don't have to portion out, although I do when I travel, I don't have to portion out the athletic greens. It's already there for me. Crack that sucker open, put it in some water and I am good to go. This is literally the best. And I can tell you this, honestly, I've had a lot of green powder drinks because again, I like to do one thing in the morning to start my day off right from with all my health goals. And this is the best tasting. I don't put anything additional into my athletic greens. It's the water, it's the scoop, and I am good to go because the flavor is on point while still giving me everything that I need. And it costs as much, less even, than a $3, you know, uh, Java habit that you may or may not have. For me, it's kombucha. I like drinking a nice kombucha, especially when I'm calling games. So you can replace that and get all of these nutrients. It's a small micro habit with big benefits. That's Athletic Greens. And to make things easy for you, Athletic Greens wants to give you a one-year free supply of the immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your order and your first purchase of Athletic Greens, just go to athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to get started. That's athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken. I appreciate you as always. Again, athleticgreens.com, that's where you can get it. Go do it. Athletic Greens. You got it, baby. Athleticgreens.com backslash NHL Network. Thanks, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. The Seattle Kraken. Look at this. We are within four, four points of Vegas and L.A., Vegas, 38, 19, and 6 on the season, 82 points, 651 win percentage. They're in first in the Pacific Division. The LA Kings, 37, 20, and 8, 631 win percentage. They're in second place. The Seattle Kraken, 36, 21, and 6, 78 points in third place, 619 win percentage. So we need more points. We need more wins. The thing is, we have games in hand against LA and we have head-to-heads against Vegas later in the season. Literally, the last two games of the season are against the Vegas Golden Knights. Ah! Let's freaking go! I'm excited about this. Let's also talk about the schedule. So, of course, we know it's a game day for Seattle Kraken, who's celebrating International Women's Day. We also, just some games that we should be keeping an eye on. Speaking of the Florida Panthers, they are hosting the Vegas Golden Knights tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So we'll have time to keep eyes on that one before the puck drops on our game. Calgary, Minnesota is playing, but, eh, you know, 
Uh, we have Anaheim. So that's going to be a, a big one for us. Those really are the only games that we're going to keep an eye on. Calgary's playing Minnesota, but most people think Calgary's kind of out of it. Colorado and San Jose are playing. So San Jose, they, I have a sour taste in my mouth for San Jose. So, you know, there's that. And they're playing Colorado. We just played them. Tomorrow, we don't have any games. Vancouver and Winnipeg play. Vancouver is playing Anaheim, as a matter of fact. Winnipeg playing Minnesota. Uh, Chicago, Detroit. Um, and then some other matchups that we want to keep an eye on for tomorrow. LA, or excuse me, for this would be on Thursday. Vegas is playing Tampa Bay. Edmonton's playing Boston, baby. Uh, and then we have LA and Colorado. Those are the big ones. So we're going to want to keep up with it. And then, of course, we play Ottawa on Thursday. We'll get to some of the weekend matchups a little bit later in the week. But we have a chance, folks, to really nail this down, get uh, and cement our self in the playoffs. And that is by winning games outright. So it's going to take the 50-50 puck battles. We got to win those. It's going to take playing on two, both sides of the puck playing a defensive game. That's for checking. We like checking. We like being able to retrieve the puck, puck retrieval, cycling, all of the things. All of those are just fancy little ways and specific ways to say, make sure you dominate possession. We should have the puck on our stick at all times. That's what we want. Now, ideally, you'd also be scoring within that. But if you control the puck, then you know, unless you're doing an own goal, which technically doesn't exist in soccer, uh, no, in hockey, it does exist in soccer or football. Um, unless you're shooting own goals, if you keep the puck, you should be okay. So that's what we want, folks. We want a high intensity. We still need good goaltending. Okay. The goaltending situation. You know, now, now, now the fan base, I think we're getting a little bit out of control with this. People have their favorites. Listen, Ryan Donato is my favorite, but am I going to say something like uh, he deserves to be the top line left winger? No, I'm not going to say that because it's not true. I can love and respect and like fan out for Ryan Donato and still respect the rest of the Seattle Kraken roster. Still respect Jared McCann, Brandon Tanev. Tolvin in, although I guess he plays on the other side most of the time. The point is, Philip Grubauer is our guy. Martin Jones is our guy. They were never our guy at the same time. Martin Jones in the beginning of the season, and maybe he's plateaued a little. Philip Grubauer was doing okay, then he got hurt, and he was gone. And then it took him a little while to get back up to Philip Grubauer. And now I'm hoping that he's on an upward trend. I'm hoping. Um, I like the size of a guy like Martin Jones. You, yeah, you want to have that available to you, Philip Grubauer. I did not realize how um, much smaller <laughs> Philip Grubauer is than Martin Jones, but it's very noticeable in net. And again, Martin Jones really troubles me. He gives up shots when there's snipers from the perimeter. I think the guy, I don't know, does he wear glasses? I know I keep saying this, and I don't, I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm being serious. If he can't see the puck from that far out, that's a vision thing, baby. Because, uh, you know, for the most part, those goals that we think he's letting in that are soft goals, I, I just, I don't think he's seeing them. 
He's really great in tight quarters. Philip Grubauer has gotten better. I'm more confident with him. I don't know. Maybe that's something that they've been working on. Just like they've been working on three on three and now know how to win in overtime. It was interesting to hear Eddie Olchek talk uh, during the uh, Colorado game. And I didn't actually look up the numbers on natural stat trick, but he said that he doesn't think Colorado touched the puck in overtime. That's the possession game, baby. That's cracking hockey, baby. That's what we want. That's what we want for as long as possible. That's what it's going to take. I like our chances if we play that kind of hockey. I like our chances if we play the way we played the two games against Boston. That was some good hockey. Woo! Good googly moogly. That was good hockey. That was really good hockey. That's what we need. That's what it's going to take. And I think our guys are ready to do it. I like it. I like our chances. We're going, we're going to the playoffs. I, 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 I did not, I did not guess that. Had I put money on it early, I'm not a betting woman, but had I done it, I would have lost money. I did not see this. I did not see this. And so all of this in theory is a gift or, you know, playing with house money, so to speak, uh, or ahead of schedule arrived, whatever you want to say, say it however you want to say it. The point is we're here. And we are not throwing away our shot. Yes, that was a Hamilton reference. We are young, scrappy, and hungry. We want to be the whole damn show, baby. Jared McCann, I want to make the playoffs. I want a chance to play for a Stanley Cup. So when you have it right now, lightning is in the bottle. Why? Why not go for it? Go all out. Go for it, boys. Let's go for it. And in order to go for it, you need to dominate games like tonight. You need to dominate games like tonight. So go do it. Puck drop tonight. Are you going to the game? Are you going to be watching like me from home? And I'm actually I'm actually home. In a few days, it's going to be a different story. But right now I'm home. I get to watch from home. Hold fast. Stay true. And remember, last week was all about treat yourself. But this week, do something nice for someone else. Be kind to others. Yes, be kind to yourself, but be kind to others. Find the time to take just an extra minute. Be a little more patient. Be more loving. Be giving today, all right? Do that. Peace. I'll see you tomorrow. Hold fast, stay true. Let's go crack him. Happy game day. Woo woo.